Hey folks, Andrew Packer here, and welcome to Trading Tips. Now, when it comes to investing, there are a lot of different ways where you can get started or to eliminate or find potential avenues for research. One area that I have found incredibly useful is to do what's called sector analysis. And what this does is you look at a sector, you look at what's going on in that sector, because that can tell you really right off the bat, no matter what companies are in there or not, whether or not that's something that's maybe even worth investing in. So, for example, if I were looking at the steel industry and I was looking at the fact that a lot of plants are closing down right now, I would probably say, you know, there might be a better place to invest right now. I might be looking for an area where the overall sector is showing growth. And then I would want to narrow things down to look for the companies that had some of the best growth prospects. Now, of course, we live in a very capitalistic economy. Obviously, there's a lot of regulations, and some sectors have a lot more regulations than others. Telecoms, for example, very heavily regulated. Utilities have to deal with state and federal uh, regulators to set prices on what they charge their customers. So there's a lot going on, and understanding the industry as a whole can give you an idea of what the competitive picture is like. It can give you an idea of what some of the advantages and disadvantages uh, to investing in that sector are before you even find an individual investment that you like. But there's one sector that looks particularly interesting right now, and maybe not for the best of reasons, but it's because it's a oligopoly. And in an oligopoly, you have a situation where you have a small number of companies that control most of the market share. Now, in a free market system, an oligopoly makes sense. You're going to have a few big players that are just big enough that if they start competing against each other, they kind of start losing some of their, their profit margins. They'll probably see some losses if they kind of go to battle with each other. So you end up having a pretty stable area to invest in, a nice sector where there's usually pretty good profits to be made. And of course, some people are worried about monopolies, and there's been some talk about some of the big tech names falling under monopoly problems. But on a free market, that really can't happen. The only time you have a monopoly is when you have something like a patent, or if you have something like a copyright, like Disney has a monopoly on Mickey Mouse because that's its intellectual property. Um, a biopharma company that comes up with a, a hot new drug is going to have, for a limited amount of time, uh, the patent on the drug, and then eventually it'll go off patent. So looking at all of these different sectors, uh, the airlines are actually looking very interesting right now. Now, obviously, an airline is a very capital-intensive business, and that kind of scares a lot of people away to begin with. After all, if you were going to start an airline company from scratch, you would need a plane. And whether you lease it or buy it, you're still looking at millions of dollars. And you need two places to fly the plane to and from and start a, a route. And you have to go to airports, and you have to get you know, permissions, and you have to basically buy gate space to do that. And when you look at some of the, the costs involved, it's obvious that this is an industry that has a pretty high barrier to entry in the first place. And there are some small players, and there are a couple of places that do pretty well, you know, just making do with some smaller routes. But when we look at the airplane industry as a whole, there's actually a pretty good amount of oligopoly going on right now. If you look at sort of the entire pie, there's actually about 95 different companies, but the biggest ones have about two-thirds of that market share. Uh, about 20% of the entire domestic airline industry is Southwest Airlines, ticker LUV which goes back to the days where they had that, that heart logo. And then the next three biggest players each have about 15% of that, the additional market share. So the biggest players having 60% of the market share is actually a pretty good industry. Now, a lot of people don't like the airlines as an investment because of the capital costs I mentioned earlier. And then there's also the fact that in the past, the airlines have absolutely engaged in price wars and fare wars, and they've tried to compete by entering into markets where their competitors have been the bigger players. And in the past, that's definitely been, been the case, but 
Starting about 15 years ago, the industry started consolidating. A lot of the big players today used to be much smaller and they used to be made up of you know, multiple different airlines. I remember the days before uh, Delta bought up Northwest Airlines. We had uh, US Air, you had the United Continental merger a few years back. So we've reached a place where this sector is very stable and it's starting to look incredibly attractive. Uh, now there are of course a lot of different ways to play this trend, but you know, looking at how oil prices have been a little bit lackluster going into the summer driving season this year, uh, I think the airlines are going to continue to do pretty well because they aren't going to have any, I think, uh, surprises in terms of fuel costs uh, running away from them or anything like that. So looking at that, uh, you know, any of these companies is probably a pretty good investment at this stage in the game. These are companies that are less focused on competing with each other and more figuring out how to get every last penny out of every passenger from $5 snacks when they used to have, you know, complimentary provide full meals on flights, uh, charging you baggage fees when you used to have complimentary, bring all the baggage you want. Uh, you know, the, the airlines are finding new and creative ways to charge more for legroom that used to be pretty standard. So as long as the airlines are focused on their profitability and they aren't focused on fighting with each other, I think they're going to be a tremendous investment for investors. So Southwest Airlines, ticker LUV, that's a, a good big name right there. And then there's Delta Airlines, ticker DAL. Uh, I like this one pretty good right now because it's about 10 times earnings. It also actually pays a dividend yield uh, because rather than try to compete and spend the money doing that, they'd rather just pay it out to shareholders. It's got about a 2.5% yield. It's a good spot to be in. But you know, there's also American Airlines, ticker AAL. And then you have the United Airlines, which is UAL. And you know, there are some of the smaller players. And if you like them, this is uh, an area we should absolutely look for an opportunity to invest. It's an area where, you know, love it or hate it, you know, you're going to be using the services of at least one of these, these carriers if you want to go anywhere in the U.S. And that's because the United States government has essentially allowed this industry to operate as an oligopoly from, uh, free from foreign competition. And this actually goes back to the 1930s. So it kind of boggles the mind when you think about the fact that the U.S. government, uh, you know, won't let uh, Air France or, you know, British Airways fly you from New York to Los Angeles. You have to take one of these big carriers or one of the other smaller carriers to do so. But if you want to fly from, say, New York to Montreal, you can absolutely get on an Air Canada flight because international flights don't have that restriction. But of course, once you start looking at the international airlines, well, you realize the fact that most of those are either controlled or were at one point controlled by their governments and were you know, nationalized industries. So at least we have this competition and we have this opportunity. So this is a, a great area that I think in this point in the market, uh, there's some pretty good valuation here. I think there's some upside, especially with oil prices. So take a look at some of the airline companies, you know, take a look at the one you fly the most at, because chances are you can invest in the shares right now and you know, make back some of that money you spent from them over the years. So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer, wishing you good trading and good financial health.